This is the result of your words, day 50. I can't believe I've been doing this series for 50 days. May there not be 50 more. This should be a pretty short video. There aren't that many stories today. More than 130 faculty and staff members signed an open letter to Northeastern condemning Yudinas and pro-Palestinian chants. One of them I agree with, the other one is more complicated. At Northeastern Illinois University, different school with almost the same name, after a peaceful potluck and vigil, pro-Palestinian group was attacked by someone who seems to be part of the school community, but not a student. German court has ruled that several pro-Palestinian chants are unpunishable. Pro-Palestinian protesters held a die-in at Lakeside Mall in New Orleans. Disruptive, yes, but peaceful. Some of the shoppers, though, not so much. A handful were harassing the protesters with anti-Palestinian hate. After a Toronto-Lebanese-Palestinian restaurant called them out, Uber Eats is now going to have a Palestinian category. Globally. It was already added in Canada when the incident occurred. So Palestinian restaurants will no longer be labeled Israeli. At University of Minnesota, a professor who doesn't think that there were any grapes on October 7th is up for the job as associate dean of the DEI office at the College of Liberal Arts. A Scottish director has been charged with support of prescribed organizations. The article is against the charges. After reading the article, charges are warranted. Someone who works with clocks said that there is a bias against Israel, especially in terms of posts being advertised. In Hamburg, the grave of a former German chancellor was defaced with a swastika. He was a staunch advocate against Judenhass. All bigotry, actually. Residents of Broad Run, Virginia, reported Judenhass flyer distribution to CARE. The Algerian soccer star insists that he didn't do anything serious when posting a Judenhass video. I was thinking if it was any other form of bigotry, would anyone have any doubt? Like, yeah, a lot of people are calling things Judenhass that aren't. But things that are aren't being treated as seriously as other forms of bigotry. And I find that really interesting. Brooklyn teacher espouses Judenhass big time, mostly on Instagram. And he still has a job. There hasn't even been an investigation. The Hummel's kitchen in New York City was hit with a Judenhass attack again. Yet again, harassing staff and trying to remove the U.S.-Israel flag. Sweet Home School District in Buffalo, New York has done nothing about the kids taking down the Israeli flag. One of those schools with flags from a lot of countries all over. And they're only removing the Israeli flag. Making it Judenhass. Billionaire Nelson Peltz resigns from the Simon Wiesenthal board over its tweet to boycott Ben and Jerry. The Simon Wiesenthal Center is super right-wing. And they don't like that Ben and Jerry's supports Palestine existing. More reason to buy Ben and Jerry's, in my opinion. A couple of days ago, I said the calls for BBC to remove Ali Alexander from Eurovision were completing being anti-Israeli policies with Judenhass. And then I read the letter. It's bad. And yeah, it's full of Judenhass. It defines good Jew versus bad Jew, among other things. I don't necessarily think he should be removed, but someone needs to have a talk with him. And finally, since November 22nd, things have been getting even worse for Jewish students in New Zealand schools. Think about the comments Jewish creators get, but in real life with middle schoolers. See? Shorter day. Hopefully this becomes a pattern. Refuah Shlema to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.